Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me today as I dive into episode 68, and we pray our way through Philippians 4, 19-23. We are closing out the book of Philippians today. But before we do that, let's open with a bit of what we call worship prayer. And this week, we are focusing on the idea of God as Adonai. Now, Adonai means Lord. It has a sense of sovereignty, and it can be translated as Lord Master. It's used for men as well as for God. So Adonai is a descriptor rather than a name in the typical sense of a name. It's a title of respect. Most English Bible translations translate Yahweh as Lord in all caps. But when you see Lord in the text with lowercase letters, it's often translated from the word Adonai. Today, when we are praying, we're going to use this verse. It is Psalm 71, 5. For you, O Lord, are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth. That's the verse we're in today. So let's go ahead and jump into prayer. Join me. I want to start out by saying, Father, but of all the days, I should be calling you Lord. Adonai, you are Lord over all. You have authority. You are master over all that I know, all that I am, all that I am familiar with. There's nothing outside the realm of your creation. You have made it all. And all of the things that have life, have been created by you, have been given life by you. You are Lord and master over everything I know. You are my hope because you are master of it all, because you are Lord over everything. You are my hope. You are my trust. And I thank you for being that. I thank you for being trustworthy and worthy of that name. Honor you today for the fact that you are Lord and master. And Father, as we go forward in this prayer time, as we dig into these final verses of Philippians, I ask that you would move in our hearts the message that you have for each of us in this prayer time. I pray that my words and my actions would be guided by your spirit. I pray that this prayer would be pleasing to you in a sense that it would be incense to in your throne room, as you say, the prayers of the saints are. Pray that you would move in mighty ways in answer to this prayer. In Jesus name. Amen. All right, y'all, we are going to go into the final verses of Philippians 19 through 23. I'm going to read this passage today before I make a few comments because it will make more sense that way. And then we'll pray after it. Philippians 4, 19 through 23. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Paul lists several groups of people in this passage and the few verses that we read Monday. And they're all part of the body of believers. And they're people who he has interacted with. The Philippians, who he is obviously writing to. Epaphroditus, their messenger to him. The brothers who are with them, with him, and all the saints presumably in the Roman church, and especially those who belong to Caesar's household. Now think about that exchange as a greeting for a moment. The influence and interaction of Paul throughout the early church was remarkable. The network of people that God used to support and encourage him was really beautiful. But think also about the Philippian church. They were Roman citizens. 
and they were about to enter a time of persecution. It seems to me that this greeting, this reminder of the network of the breadth and depth of the people of God, even within the seat of the Roman government, would be encouraging to the Philippian church. And it's sweet to me that even the words of a simple greeting in a letter can be used by God as encouragement. So let's pray through those verses. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually read them one more time, more for my sake than yours. I'm going to read them one more time, and then I'll just go straight into prayer. Actually, that's not true. I'm going to read, pray, read, pray in this one. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord, in the last verses we, we talked about the other day, we were reminded of the generosity of the Philippian church, how they had partnered with Paul throughout his ministry. We talked about how grateful we are for the people who support us along the way, whether that's financial support or spiritual support or emotional support. And after he commends them for their generosity, he tells them that his God will supply every single one of their needs according to your riches and glory in Jesus. And Lord, I ask for that for us too, that as we show that faithfulness and generosity of the Philippian church, that you would supply every need of ours, that we would be able to rest in the idea that you are the source of our supply. And because that is never ending, we can be thoroughly generous. We can be sacrificially generous because we know that you will always meet our needs. And that will be to your glory forever and ever. Amen. And as our needs are met, I pray that we would always be quick to give you glory, that that would always not just um, settle in our own little corner of our world, but that we would make that known, that we would be able to tell people about how you have supplied our needs. Teach us how to do that. Give us the words, give us the opportunity, and give us the obedience to be able to share that as we, as we experience your meeting our needs and our ability to be generous. He goes on to say, greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. Father, I love how you use this simple verse that we just kind of would gloss over as a greeting. And we think about it, how encouraging that might have been to the Philippian church. There are others out there. We have brothers and sisters in the seat of the Roman government. Even when we face persecution, we know that we have brothers and sisters who love us. And I pray that we would also develop that network of people who care, that your church is vast. There are so many individual churches out there. And sometimes I imagine it looks like to the outside world, we are far more divided than we are unified. And that is heartbreaking. Pray that we would be one as you are one. I pray that your your final prayer for your people would be fulfilled, that we would be one, that as a body, we would be unified. It is so much more important to you than we think about on a daily basis, but I pray that you would bring unity to your church in this country, all over the world, but right now I'm praying for this, your church in this nation, that you would bring unity. The outside world would have to marvel because there is no way that could happen without your presence. Pray that that would happen in each individual body of believers and in each household. I pray that what people see of us is the love of Jesus, not our differences, not our complaints, 
not our anger, not our hatred. Get rid of that stuff. Not that we aren't supposed to walk in truth, but let our love be what sets us apart from the normal person, our sacrificial love, because we have given us so much. We say that again, because you have given us so much. Lord, help us learn to rely on a network of your people. Help us learn to support each other, church to church, person to person, small group to small group, non-denominational organizations to non-denominalization, <laughs> all those words that I'm going to stumble over. As a people, build that network. Begin today. Build that network of your people. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Father, I pray that for all of us sitting here in this time in your presence, I pray that the grace of Jesus would be with us. Pray that we would learn to lean on that, rest in that, grow in that, rely on that, and fall deeper and deeper and deeper into the unfathomable, endless well of the grace of God. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me in prayer today. If you're watching the broadcast on the Grace in the Gravel Road Facebook page and you found it helpful, invite a friend to come back. We'll be doing this again on Monday. I'm planning to go live on Friday. Actually, I may do a surprise live tomorrow as well, but definitely a live on Friday at 10 a.m., but it will not be prayer. Prayer will be back on Monday. If you're a podcast listener, thank you. And subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend will help more people get to know about it and be able to join their voices in prayer. Praying Scripture is brought to you today by Grace in the Gravel Road, giving you the truth and the tools to help you live the life that God wants of you. My heart is that as you and I, as you and I pray Scripture together, that we will grow in our prayer lives and that God will answer these prayers in mighty ways. But most of all, my prayer is that you will fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we are praying. Amen. Amen.